0: Hey, hey, welcome to Quernundrum, where we talk about conundrums of the queer community. So, questions about history and fiction and terminology and the words, whatever. We talk about it right here on Quernundrum. I'm your host, Holly Ray Greystone.
1: And I'm your other host, Gary Thorne.
0: And today we're going to continue with that conversation our conundrum about what the hell is Star Trek thinking about when dealing with queer issues. And if I'm not mistaken, this will be our last one of our kind of mini podcast series with four episodes. Yes. So if you miss those, uh, you're not, you do not necessarily have to listen to those to get what we're talking about today, but do check those out. We do talk about things that were going on in history during the making of some of these uh, Star Trek series, but also Individuals who were involved in the directing and the actors who were involved in the shows. So we kind of, and then obviously our own personal touch on that. Uh, today we'll be following up and finishing with um, Discovery primarily. We'll touch a little bit on Picard and the uh, comic book, not comic series, excuse me, the uh, cartoon series, The Lower Decks. But before that, I'll just jump in to do a little catch up here. So uh, Gary, I was going to I was going to let you know a a secret but I wanted you to tell me first like what's going on with you
1: well now I'm really curious (laughs) 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 there's not a lot to you know I'm just again you know as we've said I'm 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 in self-quarantine I got my test yesterday
0: yeah
1: um even though it'll be weekly once you see this I got my test yesterday so my I really, my big thing was last night getting a really bad headache, and mm. finally this morning it left. Kind of, it's still a little bit there, but just seeing your bright face, Holly, oh my goodness, things just just makes things better for me. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. it really, I got a, two separate texts from people today going, "Hey, Gary, you want to go get lunch?" And I'm going. <laughs> I can't
0: <laughs> I'm in isolation I'm in quarantine <laughs> so, so. God, so, this fucking COVID thing I can't I wait for it to be to be gone so to speak I know it's going to take time
1: and you'll be happy to know that on Saturday because Dean's my groomer he's gonna cut my hair for me yeah and uh trim my beard up and stuff so
0: Woo. Uh, for, also, our, for our listeners, this is for our, our pictures that will be going up on our website, which will also be launched about the same time as the podcast as well. Um, on? On December twenty December 25th.
1: Yeah. Yes. Christmas Sorry. Day.
0: I just figured you guys know what's going on at this point. Just, <laughs> yes, Christmas Day. We're going to launch the, the first of our podcasts. Um We are uh, just over the moon excited. I've been working on some designs for our logo. I'm actually looking at going through 99designs.com. I've utilized them for uh, other clients, uh, for my other business that I have, which is CCS Empowerment. We work with small businesses uh, to build their online profile. And so I've utilized them for our logo and I submit my design ideas and then I put it in the hands of an artist that can use the technology to make it a usable format because... I I'm great with paper, pens, paint, stuff like that, but my skill set hasn't quite transferred to the technology yet. Um so yeah, I'm really really excited about that. But my my super duper exciting secret is I took a shower today and washed my hair. Remember, look pretty. Oh,
1: that? it looks gorgeous. I so thought it looked so different. Cute. Right? It's Me like too. Early, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, um, my, my super secret is I. this was our first year as a married couple of putting up our Christmas tree. Um, I got married in October, so I'm part of the COVID weddings of 2020, and this is our first Christmas tree. And for our listeners, I know you guys are catching this uh, well after that, but uh, I, I had some memories that came up positive memories that came up when i was doing it um we were p- listening to music and we were drinking mulled wine and just decorated our christmas tree and i just remember like it's such a positive time of year like right now it doesn't feel like it because there's just so much crap going on and it's really easy to get stuck in a rut and not want to put christmas up and not to deal with the stress of that um I'm, that's how i am we are currently surrounded by boxes because we're still in the process of unpacking because we we got married and moved into a
1: new house so you can't get out of that box
0: yeah it's really dad jokes over here you want a king of dad jokes this is the guy right here all day long just blow your phone up with dad jokes uh so yeah i was really excited we got, we put up our Christmas tree. Our neighbor from across the street came over and she's like, Oh, your Christmas. Cause we put Christmas up outside and she's like, your Christmas decorations are so classy. And then my wife says, thank you so much. We still have to put up our unicorn. And we have like a, like a six foot tall unicorn. It's like six foot by like eight feet wide unicorn. And it's just pure white Christmas lights with like this rainbow uh, horn and the, and she's just like, yeah, oh, we're going to put up our, 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 our unicorn. The look on this woman's face, she's wearing a mask, but the look on her face was still what? And then she says, I've never heard of a Christmas unicorn. Now, mind you, we've already introduced ourselves. I'm like, this is my wife, Desiree, and we just yeah, came, okay. we just moved here. So she's a she's well aware. so i I feel like there shouldn't have been a surprise that we're putting up a unicorn. And yet that I, look I can on see
1: her, there was a surprise to that. I mean,
0: yeah, I, fair. The look on uh, her face was priceless, just perfect. it and just she rolled with it. And she's telling us about her church putting up this nativity, this lighted nativity thing. She even went so far as to say that the the local police department approved it because there's no gathering. We're not supposed to have any gatherings right now. It was just, I don't know if I could have written a better scene for that moment between myself and this neighbor. When my wife comes out and goes, Oh yeah, wait until we put up our unicorn. <laughs> I and like, I completely
1: God. can see Desiree doing that without any problem. You know, that like, dude, very it was exciting. like,
0: no, ba- it was like, this is the, obviously the thing that we're yeah. going to do. We're going to obviously yeah. put up this unicorn and, uh, last year we did get it up that was the one thing that we were able to put up for christmas was this was this unicorn and we added a little bit of like LED fairy lights to it to make it a little more f- yeah. f- fabulous um, um but yeah she just i just that was a perfect moment
1: that's and I guess would have no problem seeing right doing it you know yeah. just you know.
0: I mean, you have to know you have to know my wife and in the context of it it just was it was perfect well,
1: and it always looks herself always looks really nice but mm-hmm. i think you could say that it is when allowed to be a true decorator which is what she is she mm-hmm. tends to and not in a bad way when i say this but it tends to be a little over the top but in mm-hmm. a in a good way you know it's she, not she knows you know, how to not, get
0: it to that to the over the top and then she take that one thing away that that yeah, would have just push it over really just that one I mean, thing away <laughs>
1: So. Could you imagine uh, her and Jerry, another one of our friends, the two of mm-hmm. them getting together, and if we allowed them to decorate a... Oh my gosh! A, yeah, it would be.
0: I, I, when I'm able to have the wedding sir, not not the ceremony, but the celebration piece, the way we wanted it, have it, which was supposed to be a costume contest with the red carpet. That was originally how the wedding was going to be, but it ended up being only five, uh, 10 people. We were part of the 10 people. So we only had eight additional people there and they were all masked and sitting at separate tables. And we had, we paid for someone to bring the food in and kept it to one person because we didn't want multiple people. um, You know, and we didn't want crossovers. Right. And so there was no red carpet. There's no costume. So my plan is talk to Jerry have my wife, other people get involved and create this beautiful, elaborate red carpet Halloween costume contest. not even Halloween, but a costume contest for next year post-COVID. That's my goal. As
1: long as everything is...
0: As long as the human species can pull their head out of their asses long enough for us to deal with the pandemic globally and understand that we are a global community and that we are in this shithole together next year we'll see
1: and the minute we the minute biden makes presidency the 100 days of everybody wearing masks i'm you know so that's
0: yes and i think that's i think there's a i think there's some good ideas behind that and having uh, this is coming from a by a person who has a biology and chemistry degree there is some solid science to how that could work you're still you're still asking human beings who can't who probably told their moms and dads, no, I'm not going to be on timeout. I'm not going to obey the curfew kind of attitude yes. about oh, things yes. that are still going to have that kind of mentality towards any government issued mandate. So unfortunately there are people in the world that are doing that. Hopefully it'll work um, either way. It's still going to be a battle for every country, not only the United States, but every country going through it. But anyway,
1: I don't know if it'll be next Halloween, maybe the Halloween after that. But yeah, I, I love how optimistic you I, are. So. I
0: listen uh, as much as I'm mad at my species. I am hopeful that our species can get it together, and we can under we can we can reach this global understanding of connectivity and uh, that we're yeah. we're all affected by our choices. So, um, and the choices of others. Anyway, anyway. Uh, speaking of uh being a species united let's let's jump into star trek
1: Uh, yeah we're talking about star trek discovery today yeah which honestly um it's one of my you know the more i watch it's becoming one of my favorites at some point well you know when we we can nerd out and list our top 10 favorites or something but this is becoming one of my favorites um this show has several firsts to it. I mean, the big one, obviously, for our show is that we're talking about it has queer characters. Yes. Not just a one off queer character. We or have several background
0: queer characters. queer characters, like forefront yeah. main characters, com- like actual terminology being used in positive ways and constructive ways. Um, and I don't feel like they are. I don't feel like they're missing the mark on this. I feel like it's very conversational. Well,
1: it's the, it's never been a big issue. It's just they're you know the. I mean, we have on the show right now. There's four characters, five if you want to consider. I've lost her name. The um. Uh, is that her name? Um, it, yeah, th- Blue, their name. Blue
0: Dibero, um, and then their b- dead boyfriend. Who yeah. is one of the t- previous trills?
1: So yeah. So there's um. So oh, and no, I was like Adira. Adira, yeah. For, actual, Adira,
0: Adira. Tell is the character um, mm-hmm. who,
1: um. So there's them, plus uh, then we have two the two doctors, which I yeah. love. I've heard on Twitter several times now. They're called the Star Trek dads, which I I love. Yes. And then we have uh, Tignataro's character. Oh my gosh. Is, Reno. Yeah. Jet Reno. So Jet I love Reno that. What so, a
0: name. Good job guys. High five. That was a, that's a great name.
1: And so that's nice that uh, two of them are all the, no three of them are all the time. They're, they're, they're in the main opening credits now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tig is not, but um, she could does be a lot show of reason- up.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of reasons that could be, you know, she has other things going on too. So there might be, reasons she has a why. career, you know, so, okay. um,
1: but, so we have those three things, the other, you know, and we'll get back to this, but the other cool parts about it is that um, it's the first time there is a woman of color in the lead role.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: It's also the first time that it's not the captain who's in the lead role. It's also the first time that a Star Trek series has been filmed outside of the United States. It's filmed in Canada.
0: I didn't know Um, that was filmed in Canada.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And
1: yeah. And so it's um, up in Vancouver cheaper, you know, it may, you know, you get it. Um, It's also the first time um, in since uh, the Star Trek animated series That even though it's all access, it's associated with an actual one of the major networks. Um, Mm -hmm. Though we they either syndicated or they did UPN. Um, Since the Star Trek animated series was on NBC NBC Saturday mornings, I think, or CBS, and it's the first time that a show hasn't been produced by Paramount and or Desilu Productions, which all this is produced by a separate entity oh which i think in a lot of ways explains why um and it still it still goes through the through cbsl which was part of the big paramount sure. umbrella but it's part of the
0: portfolio people. but it's its own thing. yeah yeah
1: so it's um there's a lot of firsts for this and so honestly i'm thinking that's probably why we have some of the stuff we do in here and what I love about this show, which you could also say about Deep Space Nine, which to me, I think they're, to me, though, the two most closely related, Discovery and Deep Space Nine are okay. the closer yeah. related. And, and their structure
0: of their story, because they're not flying around in a ship and visiting individual planets as a science vessel, discovering and the, things like the they were.
1: darker aspects of yeah. it. Um, and there there's isn't a lot more character s- development. A lot more character development. It's, I think, in a lot of times there's a little bit more ambiguity in those two series and in the other ones. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just that's where I'm. You know, it's
0: just different. Going,
1: yeah, yeah, different. Um, so there does have a lot of firsts I do. I think that that's why we have. You know, first of all, it's 2020, and when this came out, 2017. If they didn't have a queer, at least a queer character on the show there would have been some real problems. Um, they also you'll watch you can watch several scenes in a row where you don't see a Caucasian person on the show. That's that in itself, I mean it happened a little bit with Deep Space tonight, but you'll go a little bit without seeing. And I'm and and so I'm counting I've just and my mind is gone. The uh what the uh main the captain I've lost his name. Suru. Uh Yeah, I'm saying Linus. Oh my gosh! (laughs) You mean Um, Doug
0: Doug Jones, Suru?
1: Yeah, sorry, Captain Suru. Suru. Yeah, Um, and I'm even though I know he is a Caucasian male, he is playing a character who you wouldn't know that. Yeah, he's he's playing an alien. Yeah, so Um, um, I do appreciate that.
0: And then you have you know Tilly.
1: Well, yeah, Tilly, who again is is what I love about Tilly's character is she looks like a woman. She a natural has some beautiful she has some woman yeah um and one of the things that sucks and it says there's still a misogynistic aspect to the fan base there are there are fat shaming twitters yeah that go out about her and it's like what the woman is Gorgeous, right? And she's amazing on the
0: show. There are people right now. There's a, I think it's in uh, it's either in Japan or China. There is a, a female wrestler, and I'm drawing a blank on her name. But she, she was she couldn't wrestle because of COVID, and so she was just inundated she, with all this negative social media stuff because she didn't have anything else to do. So she would see these things that people are shaming her about. On top of other things that, that they were going through, who knows what that is? I can't speak to that. Yeah. But one of the things that was mentioned is that they had spent a lot of time looking at all this negative, hateful, shitty things that people are saying to the point that she ended up killing herself. She was so depressed by all of it. Now, yes, granted, yeah, there are I other things that were added. That There's a- other things added to But my point is, is like, why would you do that to another human being? Your ass isn't on TV producing content you're not out there putting out the beautiful stuff that she's putting out there. So shut up. Leave her, leave her alone. Leave people alone. Just let them be who they are. She is a beautiful woman, kicking ass. I love the scene when, she, when the when one of the characters comes in is disrespecting the captain, and she's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, let's try that again, and this time with the respect of you of you addressing the captain." It's like, "Oh, um, I would like to talk to the captain, please." It's like. Just yes, commanding that respect and this that character development I'm loving so much.
1: No, it's um, it's that's all been really good. And it, what irritates me, I want to go back to the irritation part. You you went you went positive, and I'm going to go back negative for a minute. Go for it, do it. Is that you never heard any fat shaming for like say when who I thought was a I think you did an amazing job, an amazing voice actor was uh, the person playing Scotty. Who gained weight throughout the series from when he first started the original Star Trek to the Star Trek movies? He gained weight. Oh. Never was anything set. I ever. don't even
0: think I don't even think Neelix's character on Voyager got that kind of shit either. And he was a, a heavier set man too.
1: Oh yeah. No, so it didn't it this stuff is directed at women. I mean, everyone's I mean, there were comments made occasionally about that that Kirk had to wear a girdle and stuff like that, but not near what these you know mm-hmm. other uh, actors have to deal with and this is what is nice about what we're talking about here about discovery is that because the the queer culture is so inclusive to what we're doing on this show mm-hmm. it's really almost like it's it's like one of the minor things talked about on the show because it just it just exists it's not You're this right. big it's... revelation
0: yes yes uh, i i think that it's more of it's just, it's just an inclusive conversation. It's not a forced thing. It's not, I, you know, I'm trying to think of the word to describe it.
1: It'll, it's like it'll, how straight people have it all the time.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. Like you know, it's, I can't think of the best way to just say it, but it's not, it's not pushing something. Okay. The approach is like, it's not a big thing. It's, it's not a big thing to come out. It's not a big thing to say that, say I prefer they versus he or she, I don't feel like either one of those things. It's, it's not a politicized. It's not politicizing orientation. Like the conversation in the last episode, it's being that way.
1: I'm sorry. In the last episode where her name again, Adara. Adara, Adara, when they came out and said, I've always felt more like a, they, it wasn't, that was it. It was yep. done, and, there they, wasn't and any the show owed. could
0: have said, "Oh, because of the 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 troll identity," yeah. but Adele Adira specifically said, "I've always felt this way." Yeah, I don't feel like a he. I don't feel like a she. As as Stamen's that who she's yeah. having the conversation with in this scene is like, okay, like there was no like push it. or it was just like I just feel like they, and boom, there's the conversation. It was done. It didn't have to be and anything.
1: I, and I apologize. I'm a person who on that on the for some reason the actors' names I don't remember very well. I'm on the broad strokes. So I remember the little freaking stupid details, but I have a problem. So I, I think Blue Diaro
0: is the is the actor's name.
1: And does an amazing job. Phenomenal.
0: Uh, and my, uh, my
1: concern will be I don't want them to become a character like wesley where they save the day each week and i, I that was my, my only concern because a younger character yeah is very smart and i don't think that's going to happen so but um but I actually like the wesley character so Fair, um,
0: same um i yeah i love the i love the the scenes where we had ian alexander play gray which was the boyfriend of adara they're they're just their connection and their energy, yes. the connection to energy you have between Hugh and Statements uh, played by Anthony and Wilson. Um, just their relationship just seems so beautiful and natural. It's like you really wish it was like that in real life. Um, I know it exists in real life because Gary and I live it, but that's our own personal takes on it.
1: But it's also that. But you're right, though. So that's it. We live it. And it's nice to see. It's not, you know, we still see so much today. The people, then, yeah. even in this day and age, you see the people uh, on the shows who, when they're away from everybody, there's that concern. You know, there's mm-hmm. always, and we do. I will say that we there are concerns um, that there are times. You know, you think about where you, I think every every LGBTQ plus person thinks about the fact of. Um, where you're at, can you hold hands with your partner? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, yeah,
0: am I going to get, this, am I going to get a, 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 slurpee thrown at me in the middle of downtown Seattle today, yeah. maybe tomorrow. I don't know. It's fucking Seattle. Why is that happening?
1: No, and it's something that I know that when, um, like we've talked about in previous episodes, I've moved and when I, before I moved to here to, uh, I, I live in Gunnison, Colorado, a very small town. I I did a lot of researching. I googled is Gamason gay friendly and Mm-hmm. um i didn't get much on it so i was kind of scared moving here but um in the end actually it's a wonderful place that they they really could give a shit you know <laughs> so it's better than it's <laughs> as it should be than,
0: as it should be everywhere yeah. you really shouldn't give a shit but you know just love people so, for who I mean, they are and... but
1: it's something we all have to worry about and so that's nice to see in a show where that's never the issue so. yeah
0: seeing seeing a positive seeing positive role models in, in media, we've kind of talked about this before, it's so important. It's important for the conversation to continue the conversation, to develop the, develop the language, because we're going to use, what happens is we'll just get stuck using the language that's available to us. And we'll never grow beyond that unless we make our own effort to do that. Why not have our media help us with that by indoctrinating that conversation and, and just have it just, why does it have to be so difficult? And I love that we have a positive representation with this series as, I mean, what, seven decades of Star Trek and now it, we finally get it. And I appreciate how they did it. I feel like they really showed up. And it's my own personal opinion, but I feel like they really did show up finally in, the, in this world. Oh,
1: Georgiou is also, uh, she's uh, bisexual. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. My favorite line. My favorite line. There's a conversation between Hugh and Stamens and Giorgio's characters like hitting on one of them. I can't remember which one. And one of the one of the guys says, you do know he's gay, right? And Giorgio goes, Don't be so binary and
1: walks away. Yeah, I'm like,
0: yeah, I literally stood up off of the couch. I'm like, yes, don't be so binary. I love it. Love it so much. So great.
1: The other, I'm sorry, one more bit of, because I'm into the trivia shit, you have to with Yes, that.
0: you are. You, you know what? You, when we have, like, trivia night, you're on my team, okay?
1: <laughs> the other thing, which um, is that this is the first series of Star Trek that Madge Barrett was not involved in at all because she had passed away by the time the show came out. Say that again? So Madge Barrett um, was not involved in the series at all. Uh, she's... <laughs> Nurse Chapel, Loxana Troy. She's always been the computer voices.
0: Oh yes.
1: In every single series. She's she, always
0: been the computer.
1: And she's been in, you know, in several of the series. As she was in the original Nurse Chapel, and she was the original number one. Right. Until they do the and then uh she was in the in the animated series, and then she uh was in Loxana Troy, and then she was the computer voice in all of them until discovers that's the other one I forgot to say. Oh,
0: I'm now and very curious who's doing the voice because I've always just expected it to be her because she's always so. been there. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. I'm, I feel I'm, I missed out on that.
1: So that's something I think because she was a huge part of Star Trek.
0: He was. And my she's personal the-
1: feeling with Madjel Barrett. First of all, she was a big, she was a big, uh, she was a big LGBTQ plus activist Mm -hmm. so i want to state that to begin with but also i think she was somewhat of an underrated actress because she always just was in her husband's productions and because if you look some of the stuff she did especially when she got to play loxana troy there are some episodes that just killed you like when when she uh lost her when you on the episode of next generation where she you find out that she had a older child older than deanna that had died in a drowning and her dealing with that i mean there is some really
0: i, she did an amazing I don't remember job. that but i am rewatching the next generation yeah series, you're, so. you'll, you'll get
1: to there soon now yeah but, so anyway and i so i know i digressed i'm sorry listeners but i want to make sure to get that out because that it's i think we need to make julianne sure to
0: grossman her. is the is the voice
1: of okay. discovery and does a really She's good doing job an
0: amazing job yeah. So much yeah, I didn't it didn't even dawn on me that it was a different voice.
1: Yeah. So, so well good.
0: well done. Julianne Grossman. Yeah. Um, she also has been doing Superman, Batman, and Apocalypse. Yeah, it looks like she's not some other animated work too. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh,
1: and the other cool thing is that um Anthony Rapp and Wilson, Wilson Cruz were both in the original production of Rent on Broadway.
0: What? Why am I not? So I love that. Right? That's great. That's yeah. Great. So that
1: just that I love that. That and they're really good friends in real life. So they've nice. They've maintained a friendship all these years, and so that's that's nice to see that. So, and also um, I have to say that if you don't remember, Anthony Rapp is one of the people who helped bring down. I just lost his name. Uh, Kevin Rick. Spacey.
0: I was just going to throw the name Rick out there.
1: Um, No, it brought down Kevin Spacey, who uh, he accused of sexually molesting him when he was uh, still a teenager. And then other people came forward. And so that's why you don't see Kevin Spacey in anything anymore, because. What? Yeah.
0: Where have I been? What stone have I been under?
1: (laughs) So yeah the last thing he did of any significance was house of cards that's why it wasn't the last season even
0: oh, is because
1: anthony rapp that's brought him
0: down. right
1: yeah and so that's i remember nice this now
0: yeah. and then he tried he came out publicly and was trying to get ahead of it kevin spacey and it just wasn't yeah. it's like no i i didn't know i knew about kevin spacey i did not know about anthony
1: so, yeah no that's regarding that so that's i love that so he's sort that, of a hero wow
0: yes that's profound that is hard for even a woman to come forward about their own assault, but a, a person you know a, a male doing that and, and especially
1: one who has a career but not like a huge career yeah it I potentially can lose
0: everything that. and we see that yeah. we see people have their careers ruined um, even though they were in the right to do what they did to, to come forward and, and have justice. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. And, and then, thank you um, for sharing that.
1: The other Wilson Cruz, um, yes. when he came out to his family was kicked out in real life. And he actually, that happened at the same time he did that as he was talking about when he got the job on my So Called life, which was his first big role. Mm-hmm. He, um, he realized, well, shit! I better come out to my parents now. This is, you know, it, you right. know, right? Because that's going to be know, found just, out. This is the time, you know. Yeah. And So, and he came out to them, and Rise is getting ready to be in this very iconic show. He got kicked out of his out of his parents' house, and actually filmed one of the first uh, public service awareness uh, PSA's for um, homeless gay teenagers. So that was wow. So yeah. Okay. It's, um, I'm sorry. It keeps capping in you. Gary, shut up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, dad jokes and trivia. If you need any of those, Gary, Gary is your guy.
1: But So, I mean, it just does a lot of really cool things about this cast. Um, There's a lot. and then, Of course.
0: I mean, and you got you your know, directors. That... I'm loving the the different directors on there. I love the people that are involved in putting the story together. Um, oh Yeah. I just I think there's a lot of good things that are going with the show. Um I just like every show, the first, you know, one or two seasons are always a little bit rough.
1: Um you know, and I know good. it goes against a lot of the Star Trek, but I've I've liked it. I mean, yes, it's been different almost every season so far, but I've liked it. So there's um You got lost. No, it's, I was looking for like, I mean, you look at the, some of the reviews, like this one was titled, this show needs a Vulcan on the writing staff." It's way too emotional. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> or another I title of one of the reviews is objectively awful. Another one, the, the title of it is stop crying. <laughs> it's just terrible, terrible reviews. I mean, it's just so it's, um, it's it shocks me how bad the reviews are because it is different. It
0: but. is different, but there's also amazing reviews. Oh,
1: yeah. I oh, I follow
0: are. I follow the social media account for on Facebook and Instagram, at, which I love that they're doing because it's creating a further platform for people to engage in conversations. Um, you know, with the allegory of everything that's going on within Star Trek, but also what's also going on in life, and I I love that there's that connection being brought there. And I hope they continue to get the funding to continue to create positive content and, and just build on the Star Trek universe. Um, I know for, so kind of just shifting from discovery, uh, Picard, we only had the one season so far, second season is supposed to air this January. Yeah. Um, there's, there's not been a lot of queer representation in there. There's no. a suggestion, a little bit with Jerry Ryan's character, very brief suggestion they kind of just leave it there (laughs) and then, and then, you know, life goes on as it always does with star Trek. So I'm curious to know if that might happen in second season. There's only supposed to be two. uh, So that's a spoiler for you. Sorry. It's only supposed to be two shows, two series. Um, Lower decks is something I've, I've not personally gotten into started watching an episode last night. So I can't say much to that, but I, from what I'm hearing, there's, The next season, they're supposed to have a queer representation and a a new character or an existing character, I think, is what it is actually um, and kind of exploring that storyline. So um, I will continue to watch it. And if you're curious about my personal thoughts on that. You're welcome to at me. I'll be happy to share that with you. Until then, I don't really have much to say on that, but just to kind of look forward to that character development.
1: Well, and I love it. It turns it, I think it turns Star Trek on its ears, but still, it still gives honor to it. I think it's hilarious. It is very fast paced. It mean, is fast paced. I love that about it. I have to, I, I hope you don't mind, Holly. I have to read you the text you sent me when after she watched the, oh my the first lower decks. So it goes, <laughs> Um, I just finished the first lower, uh, the first episode of Lower Decks. Dot dot dot. It was dot 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 interesting.
0: <laughs> there were there was mold wine involved. I just finished decorating the Christmas tree as we we're watching this. It was, and I'm watching it on my phone, so it's not like I'm watching it on like the sound system. And it was so loud, I had to turn it down to less than fifty percent because it was so freaking. Loud. Yes, it's fast paced, which is fine. I can keep up with that. But it was like the opening like scene before it even runs like the opening credits is that this child who's an adult who is like a ensign is running around with a batleth drinking illegal uh Romulan whiskey and accidentally cuts open an artery and one of her mates, her like workmates, who's another main character. And it's just like, who the fuck does that? How did you even get into fucking Star Trek? And now it's a cartoon, right? I know this. Even if it wasn't, it's a TV show, whatever. But in my head, I'm like, who let you in? Like, how did you get past the checkpoint that says, I'm a crazy fucking bitch with the Bat-Lift to be in a Star Trek uniform? Like, I just- I, I'm
1: going to tell you, watch more of it and it explains it. I understand. So. Yes,
0: I, I'm i sure it does. But it's just like, that was my first five minutes. And so 10 minutes, 15 minutes into it, I felt like I've watched three episodes. And, and I'm just sitting there, just like, just my head is going further into my hands as I'm like, what the hell is happening? And my wife, who's like, are you still watching the first episode? I'm like, yes. And there's five more minutes left. There was like, I felt like I was watching six stories unfold at once, but in rapid succession. And it was just like, burr, burr, burr. I was like, Oh my God, where are we going? What is happening? It was because meanwhile, all that's happening. There's an infection on the ship and most of the ship is killing each other. Well, there's a a, a thing happening down on the planet where someone might be dying, but they're not, not going to die because instead they're being suckled, which you have to watch the episode to figure that one out for yourself. Anyway, they return back to the ship and that the the character that was suckled on is covered in suckleness goo which is the inevitable cure to the ship and they use this right they cure cure everybody but the the person who went through the suckling process of torture uh doesn't get any credit for it at all. It's like oh the doctor this amazing doctor who's always like and that's kind of the joke I guess is
1: it is one you of always
0: the- hear like about the, the bridge officers and maybe some ancillary characters, but you never hear about like that guy that's behind the scene that loaded the box that go- took it to the transport site and all that. Like you never hear about that. And I feel like that's probably their angle. And again, my first episode, this is what I'm getting and all the credit is always given to like the main characters. So this show is kind of a, like you said, on its ears, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm riled up about it right now. I feel like my blood pressure is increasing, my heart rate's increasing because I'm just like, what the f- is happening with this show? But I will f- continue to watch it. You can at me your questions, and I will share with you how I feel about it. But until then, I, that's about all I can say in terms of. Lower and books. honestly,
1: there's a lot of people who feel the way you do about it. There's a lot of people who I I the first episode I found a little disconcerting. I'm not gonna lie, um, but I kept watching it. I just I got, once I got the pattern, I, I loved it. And
0: I will watch it just because of the conversation we had. I'll watch it.
1: So, no queer representation there yet. Yet. But it's promised next year. So Right. I'm so we'll, we'll see what's
0: so. up with that. Anyway. Uh, okay. So that, that really wraps up our, you know, our core non-drama. What is, what is Star Trek doing in terms of handling queer issues? Um, We're seeing some more representation of that in positive conversations with Star Trek discovery. If you haven't checked that out, I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Even if you're not a Star Trek person, you do not have to have pre-Star Trek knowledge. Nothing. It is helpful, but you don't have to have it. It's definitely worth um, checking that out. Um, There's some rumors about another Star Trek series spinoff with Captain Pike um, and Spock and, um, Number female one. commander I can't remember her name but anyway there's some there's some conversations about some more Star Trek so if you're a Star Trekky out there you already know about it and if you're a a, a born-again Star Trek person we welcome you check it out it's awesome I'm enjoying it at me your questions, share your thoughts about it as well um so uh, yeah Gary's <laughs> already just laughing at me I was like I know I'm ridiculous it's, just, it's, it's
1: fine it, no it's okay it's good
0: it's all good Um, so just, I, I, I feel like we're good on this conversation. You want to jump into our Queer Corner?
1: I think we can. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Awesome. All right. Hey, Queer Corner, for those of you who uh, are new to the show, it's uh, a time for us to kind of talk about, you know, something that's a little different from what the main show headline is about. Uh, We had addressed in our previous episode that we're going to, we were talking a little bit about like our own personal interests. Um, But also mixing in some maybe terminologies or things going on in history, things that are going on currently in the legal system, whatever. Um, So, delivering on that promise today, I personally, my part of my queer corner, I'm going to talk about uh, non binary. Uh, And for that is because our Star Trek character, uh, oh my gosh, I just drew a blank on her name. She played the the Dax character, not Dax, the Trill character, Tal. Ardell, Ardell Cho. chell. Ah. You guys you guys will forgive me if I um Adira, thank you for
1: whoever Sorry, just added me in that for moment. my queer corner so I was off yeah. that.
0: <laughs> Adira, uh and non-binary, but also um Ash Hardell. If you guys haven't heard of Ash Hardell, H A R D E L L, um is another source that I pulled some information from uh long ago when I was learning about just terminologies within the queer community. Ash Hardell has a book called The ABCs of the LBGTQ. Um, and it's a great little book. You can buy it on Amazon. I did. I have enjoyed it. The first few pages are a little dense because it is just straight terminology and it's kind of more of a glossary. And then it gets a little bit more conversational after that. But Ash Hardell has put out a lot of content through YouTube and books and blogs and stuff like that. And I, I found that to be very useful. When I was uh, I had a, a, a family member uh, come, you know, come to us and say, you know, I don't identify with these pronouns. I identify as they, them, and a natural curious, curious person that I am, I do have a biology and chemistry degree. I learn how to ask questions, but also, uh, just have a drive for researching and, and learning more. And so did, I did. you to,
1: list the name of the book.
0: Yeah. the ABCs, Yeah. The ABCs of okay. the LBTQ. Yep.
1: Okay. I, I didn't hear that. I'm very sorry.
0: I, I listen faster. Moving on. <laughs> if you can keep up with the Star Trek Lower Decks speed of conversation, you'll catch this anyway. So they, they, they came out and, you know, told us their pronoun preferences and and just kind of left it at that, which is fine. Um, I felt safe and comfortable in asking, you know, is it okay if I ask some more questions or would you prefer that I didn't? They were very open. We had a very candid two hour conversation. I am not an expert on non-binary by any means, but I did feel like I gained greater understanding by just having a conversation with a fellow human being that I also care about. And so uh, in an effort to learn more and just to be a little more in the conversation for, for you, our listeners, but also for people in my life, I I do watch some of the YouTubes from, from Ashley Hardell, read their book. Um, I also just... I mean, you can Google if you want, but I ask, I prefer sources that I can, I, that I feel confident in trusting the resources that they're providing and not just their own personal opinions on it. So, um, the one of the things that I really want to talk about in my queer quarter here is the difference between trans, transgender and non binary. I, I think people get that confused when they're like, oh, well, transgender is uh, an individual who is born male who, want, who wants to be female. No, not want. So no. Or they're born born male or born female, and they identify and feel like female or male. Oh, that's a little bit better. That's a lot closer. Good job. But there is also a possibility that that individual may not have a binary. They do not subscribe to a binary gender. and, and that is okay too. And I think that what it really, really comes down to is if you really want to know these definitions, pick up Ash's book, Google it, pick up a dictionary, do that. But really what it comes down to is treat the people with respect. If they have a preferred pronoun that they go with, use that pronoun. It's just like a woman who gets married and their last name changes. You don't continue to call them by their, 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 their birth name. They have a new name. They got married. I got married. My last name is now Greystone. If someone went around and was calling me O'Connor out of spite of not calling me Greystone, that would be rude that's an intentional behavior and that's that's what i really want to drive home in my queer corner here is that people have identities and they have feelings around those identities and i we owe it to our fellow human beings to treat them with, with the respect and dignity and if you don't know if you don't know ask and if you don't feel comfortable asking then go with they them go with a neutral pronoun or just don't use any of them at all. There's so many other ways you can address. Use them.
1: their name.
0: You can use their name. There's so many other ways, and if and if it's if they notice and they say, "Oh, I noticed that you you know you've been saying you've been using this pronoun," I just I'm curious. Maybe they notice right away that you you identified and you're making that effort, and they're gonna be like, hell, Thank you so much. I appreciate you so for doing that." And they might have a be more willing to have an open conversation. Another way, and what I've seen more commonly, especially in the education system, is people putting in their signature lines, prefer pronouns she, her, hers; he, his, his; they, then, them, and or signing their email or yeah, signing their emails, or they just say hi. My name is Holly, and I identify the pronouns with she, her, hers, and that's it. And that op- that is enough for most people, not all people, to open that conversation up to others. Possibly do the same. They don't have to, and you don't have that. Ex- you do not have a right to expect other people to do that. But that's an opportunity you can create for them. So that's my little like soapbox in the queer corner here. Um, at- we are so used to using the language that's available to us. We have an opportunity to learn and adapt our language, and I feel like that's what we're trying to do here for you guys, but also for ourselves.
1: Okay. What's your career no, corner? A very good point. My career corner is actually the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm getting this from Rutgers. Um, it happened on December 7th. Um, oh, recent. And it's an article by Andrew Jung. U.S. Supreme Court rejects challenge to transgender student accommodations, which is great. Okay, so the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday preserved an Oregon Public School District's policy of accommodating transgender students rejecting an appeal challenging a policy that would let students use bathrooms and locker rooms of course minor their gender identity basically just saying that um
0: yeah break it down for me
1: they're just saying that basically they people tried to go well that's not fair to my students my 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 kid.
0: binary student my
1: yeah I, student. my Going well i don't want them to see this you know and that has nothing to do with it you know cuz really most places have stalls and stuff like that so um it's something that really it shouldn't affect you it's more challenging my guess would be for that trans person to go into in, into the bathroom knowing that maybe somebody doesn't want you there yeah um and most and they in this article you could read the whole thing if you wanted to but it it, it talks about that there's Places for them to go, a separate place if they want you to go shower for whoever, for the for the trans person or for the the cis identifying student mm-hmm. or whatever. There's a place that they it's can go talking. to shower, and they don't have to have anybody around them when they're showering. So um, I'm thrilled that this was originally came back in 2017. The major I'm talking about this is one of the people that I follow on Twitter was one of the teachers who was involved with it. Um, he um, is also a gay man, and this was a big issue for him. So I'm thrilled that they've upheld that, even in this time period where Trump is in office and it's a conservative Supreme Court, they still, mm-hmm. they were, that's the law that they refused to change. So I'm very, I'm very, yeah, that's very great. Happy
0: that's, with that. that's huge.
1: So um, it's just nice to see that uh, at um, WSU. Uh, washington university where i used to work they had just started making bathrooms um
0: no, just
1: yeah. You know, co-ed, co-ed that yeah but,
0: um yeah. they newer buildings to have that in there i actually yeah. was on campus not too long ago and um actually yeah it was actually a couple months ago now and i actually chose to use those facilities yeah and it's not not that i couldn't use another facility I felt like, yes, you provided this. I want to show people that this is a place that can...
1: And it's just, most people use them because it's a little... Honestly, when you go in those places, it's a little more private.
0: It's a little more private, um, yeah. And I'm usually and ch- on, changing to go swimming. So there's a, there's a lot more happening. There's a lot more happening here, guys. So the privacy is nice.
1: Well, no, and it's something that if you if you go to... Well, okay, this one time where but two years ago now I went to Europe. I actually... Going to the to the bathrooms there, it's all private. You get your own stall. You don't have to worry about showing off to everybody else anyway. Right. And so I don't know why we're not doing that more here. But my main thing is I'm just thrilled that this conservative Supreme Court yeah. upheld that decision. That's so awesome. that's the main thing. And um, so that just, that just made me very happy trying to do something a little more serious. I tend to get on things just uh, – TV and entertainment-wise, besides, so was, I was just very happy to hear about that one. At some point, I think that's a topic. Both of our topics, I think, will come up in yeah. later episodes. As well I was just going to
0: say that this is definitely a conversation where we'll get into greater details. Um, in fact, we've we've actually pre-recorded some episodes where we talked about words matter, and that will actually continue to be a, probably a series that we'll do. Um, you know, a series of four episodes where words matter and we're going to target um, the difference between the sexual identity and gender identity and dysphoria and how that can, in fact, uh, impede people's ability to self-discover who they are because we don't have a lot of positive imagery in our media and around us or even role models around us to help us navigate and explore who we are. And so do we cut our hair short? I don't want to look too masculine. If I put on too much weight, I look like I have hips, which makes me look more feminine. And I don't want boobs because I don't identify as female, but I, and I don't want to, it, all these things can lend to just some form of dys, uh, dysphoria. Um, and it's not our place or any individual's place to put that on somebody else. That is a a medical diagnosis that should come from a professional, but I just put that little earmark on there. It is isn't the DSM. So don't go around throwing that around at people, let them figure that out for themselves. But we'll, we'll have that conversation where we're talking about this in greater detail in future, future episodes. If you have, I had a,
1: in ahead. an English class that I took, I'm sorry, an English class that I took, I want to do a paper on, um, that, that in gay society, talking specifically gay men, that there is a problem where, uh, and there is the fat shame that happens with gay men. It does mm-hmm. happen. And my teacher, and this is this, I only did this like, I was just starting to take a class like 15 years ago. So it's been, I just wanted to just, you know, just, just, I thought it'd be fun. Just thought, well, no, that's unrealistic. There's the only, and it was a woman teacher. It shows the only one people are fat shamed are women.
0: And I'm <laughs> uh, so not true. This, Sorry, anyway, just
1: made me yeah, no, that, so.
0: so not true. Well, and that's the <laughs> was, other subject, you know, that words that it, in that category of words that matter that we'll go about is um, identifying lesbians and gays with this with the subcultures of like, oh, well, they're yeah. butch or they're a lipstick lesbian or they're a teddy bear twinks. or they're twinks or they're these these are words that can uh, be very, was, very, very harmful that our own community has a tendency to use to identify. I don't people. know if they're
1: harmful. We're going to get, we should make, we'll this get into, we'll get into that now, again so. in future shows. So if we'll, you want we'll, we'll, to,
0: yes. And so if you want to share uh, your conundrums with us, your questions about these uh, particular subject matters, please do. You can, you can connect with us on social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter at conundrum, uh, Instagram conundrum podcast. You can email us conundrum at visit our website, chronotrip.com. Please connect with us. We want to hear from you. Um, if you have some insight you want to share, you're having these conversations in your communities, things that you've learned, and you want to share that with us, please do. We're always open to learn, and to glean that information as well. If you want to remain anonymous, please do mark your um, your emails as such so that we can respect your privacy. We do appreciate you guys joining us for our show for our conundrum on what was Star Trek doing with dealing with with queer issues and joining us for our Queer Corner of the Day. Uh, we'll be back in your ears next week with, I don't know, a surprise. It's going to be a surprise conversation. So in order to find out what it is, jump on our social media accounts, follow us. We'll let you know ahead of time and we'll see you then. Or I guess hear you then? No, you'll hear us then.
1: We'll be in your ears. Well, we, we stalk you in between times, but that's We nothing, do. You know? I mean,
0: there's a total yeah. stalking thing. It's a yeah, virtual, so. like, I'm a spirit ghost in this. I'm going to stop there. I don't, I don't have anything. I'm just going yeah, to let, <laughs> let, let, let
1: it go. go. let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. We love you. We love you. Take care. Until then, be well. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum.
1: Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter,
0: at Queernundrum Podcast.
1: And email us at queernundrum at queernundrum.com.
0: And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well.
1: And be queer.